You've always been an opportunist. An opportunist? You Kristen to get on the show. Use my condoms. I've stood up for you. You. I don't want you to stick up for me. You're a pussy ass bitch. You're a clown. Your band sucks dick, you backstabbing hoe. Am I supposed to have an English accent? No, you're not. You no, don't. okay. Get in my face again and I will f you up, motherfucker. Pussy bitch. You're a worm with a mustache. You've had the same haircut for years. Yeah, I'll be quiet for Tweedledee and Tweedle Little Dick. I'm gonna get a set for a timeout, get a spank bottom, Andy, at lunchtime. Yeah, I mean, look. Poop house, a fing house made of dog. A poopy house, stinky poop house. Look, I would love to see that actually. Yeah, you would. You're used to living in poopoo head, poopoo heads. And see Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, baby gorgeous. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I've had a bit of a tough week and oh, no. I've got a women in business function that I've got to press buttons at today, so... Oh, just wow. I'm, I'm not in the mood, you know what I mean? I'm not in the mood to be in a room with a bunch of fucking chicks. Just c- close your eyes and think of John Hamm. Oh, my God, how good is that? The Hammaconda. <laughs> yeah, that was great. The fact that he's so into it is just <laughs> everything. It sounded exactly like him. It did. And honestly, it's so true of actors really needing to understand the backstory. Because John Slattery was not good. I mean, he's pretty to look at and I love the sound of his voice, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I mean, to be honest, when I look at him, all I can think of is him asking Carrie to pee on her, so. Oh, was that he, that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How lovely. (laughs) I watch that show a lot. Are you excited about the Samantha cameo that we've been told it's already been ruined for us but are you are you excited i don't want to think about it too much because i know that whatever i get it won't be enough that's why i think they shouldn't have told us if it was a surprise we all would have wet our pants yeah but it but, they tell you so that they can control the narrative because it's going to get leaked anyway that's true but it's like she's what filming on a like a iphone call like a facetime call I think it's like so. I'm not, that's not that interesting like, what, are you getting sponsored by fucking Facebook? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Or iPhone or whatever. Fuck, I'm so old. I don't even know how to speak with technology. Sozzle. FaceTime, is that Facebook or is that just what we no, call it? No, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I sound like a fucking Ramona singer here not knowing Boomer alert. <laughs> Boomer. Fuck you. Oh, FaceTime, is that Facebook? Oh yeah, Boomer, doll. Oh, can I cut all that out? I really can't, can I? <laughs> I really can't. Oh, fuck. Happy fucking Friday, bitches. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I won't be able to edit today because I've got to go to the women in business. And when I come back, I need to be drinking. Of course. For yeah. sure. Should we get into it? I mean. Yes. Yes, he says. Nathan's like, why the fuck are we here? Nothing happened this week. I know. Well, in my head, I'm like, this will be a quick episode. And then, like, I just know in an hour we'll still be like, blah, 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 Raquel, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So we've decided we're going to save all the sizzles till the end and sure. just power through. Now, Nathan, I was thinking this morning as I was drinking my third cafe, for the sake of our listeners who mm-hmm. maybe have enjoyed Jersey this week. Okay. We need to discuss the things that happened. I'm not saying you can't groan. Of course you can. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. But we need to discuss the things that we are so sick and tired of discussing. Oh, okay, yep. Well, because the reunion, mm-hmm. it was just 
Teresa yelling at everyone and everyone yelling at her. And we're over it. But the ratings are good, I've seen. Like, How? I, I guess people have been wanting this build-up for years oh. and years, this Melissa versus Teresa. For me, it's like when you're having sex for a really long time and then all of a sudden <laughs> your orgasm passes. Oh, no. And the other person's still going and you're like, oh, go ahead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, good for you. I'm not going to get there. It's not going <laughs> to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, I think what's so divisive about the Jersey discourse online is that there are so many people who are so team Teresa. There are yeah. so many people that are so team Melissa where the reality is they're both fucked. Yeah. So it's like when they're both wrong at certain different points, it's really hard for me to pick a side. Like, yeah. I, you know, I hate Melissa, but also yeah. Teresa's acting like a crazy person and Louis is a crazy person. Oh, my God. So it makes it really hard. Do you still think, regardless of what we feel about them, do you still think that Louis is good for Teresa? Because you have said that on more than one occasion. There, I think he's manipulating me. So probably ultimately no, but there are times when he's just sitting behind her silently whereas Melissa and Joe are shouting at the same time. Like, Melissa doesn't let Joe speak to his sister. Yeah. You know, but Louis letting Teresa speak. And so, like, part of me initially is like, oh, that's good. He's being, like, a normal, reasonable person. But then I'm like, oh, he's doing that on purpose to look that, that way. Yeah. So, and, like, do I believe that he hired private investigators? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, with the private investigator stuff, and we'll get there, but let's just fucking talk about it. I think that he's saying he didn't hire Bo Deedle and I think that's a technicality. Mm-hmm. The guy was a guest at his wedding. They're yes. friends. So we didn't pay Bo Deedle. Correct. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And no one asked that. No one said, because Bo is your friend, did he do this for you without being overtly prompted, without being paid? No one asked that. Mm. That's what I would have wanted to have him answer, but I'm sure he'd lie. He's a good liar. Well, that's the problem with, like, wanting answers out of a reunion like this. Like, you're not going to get them. No. Like, sorry, John Fuda, you're going to be disappointed with whatever you get out of Louis. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And this John Fuda, like, good on him for stepping up, but waving around that stuffed envelope, I was like, what is in there? (laughs) Well, he said something like eye for an eye, right? So my guess is, is he got private investigators to look into Louis and I'm like, you don't need to ask a private investigator. You just need to go on the TMZ, mate. Yeah, ask Reddit. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why, like, when his ex in prison got contacted or whatever, they were like, oh, it must have been Louis. I'm thinking, like, um, surely it's just some bored TV viewer like us who's just thought, I'm going to message her. Like Like, a super sleuth? I think it's a super sleuth, a blogger. Maybe. I haven't looked into it, so I don't know if there's any information out there. She's a regular person. She's not a celebrity. Has someone done an article on the fooders? Who cares about the fooders, ultimately? (laughs) There are moments with the fooder stuff where I enjoyed it because John Fooder, he doesn't use many words, which, as we know, when people don't use many words, we tend to listen to the words they say. And he had receipts. We didn't see the receipts, but he said he has receipts. And so I I think he's got literal receipts in that envelope. (laughs) He's got CVS receipts. He's just, he was stuffing that with every bit of paper he could grab. Oh my God. Probably. Like from the recycling bin. Yes. He's like, I've got to make this look comically thick. (laughs) Oh, so I just think that he had 
only a few things to say and he repeated those things. He didn't go off into tangents. I felt the Fuda stuff was quite effective, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think with what you're saying with what their words are, Teresa and Joe are just saying disgusting, disgusting, like over and over again. And I'm like, we need to get a better vocab in Jersey because not everything can be disgusting and disgraceful. And they just repeat that. And (laughs) Teresa... If there is a decent pause on Jersey, which I suspect there is, yeah, she needs to just get an Italian tutor because her <laughs> Italian pronunciation <laughs> is so bad that when she says to Joe, do you understand me? I think no Italian speaking person would understand you. And mm-hmm. it's not about whether Joe can understand Italian. <laughs> it's whether he can understand you. It is so bad. If you type in English into the Google Translate and hear how that's supposed to have been said, which I did, I re- I should have recorded it. It was so fucking funny. I was just <laughs> like, you know what? She said it twice and I still, nah. Stop speaking Italian. Every Italian speaking person <laughs> must cringe every time she tries to speak in Italian. It's awful. So... Let's address the pause of it all. Mm. I know they've said, like, it's both or none in regards to Melissa and Teresa. Like, I don't particularly want to see another season of, of them just yelling at each other. No. Could the show survive without both of them? Yes. You So you think Rachel and Danielle and Jen Tesla, they'll rise <laughs> up in the ranks and give us the show we need? Well, it's funny you say that because at the end I put a couple of questions together for you and oh. one was... Who do you want to see come back or not come back? And I thought about it and I was like, well, I love Dolores, but she's only good with real friends. When there's someone that she's not really friends with, she doesn't give us much because Mm. she doesn't invest in someone as a quote unquote friend unless they're really her friend. Like how long did it take Dolores to give us anything with Marge apart from negativity? Right. And I feel the same way about Marge. I love the Marge when she's funny, not when she's sadistically mean. Yes. But again, Marge without a real friend, it's just going to be too fluffy. So I thought maybe they should fire them all and start again. Well, I think you're onto something there because you can't just chop the head off the snake and get rid of Teresa and Melissa because then you've still got the Margarets talking about Teresa and Melissa. And if they're not on the TV, I don't want to hear them. Same. Hear about them. And I think if Jen or Dolores do the show without Teresa, Teresa's cutting them out of their lives anyway. Oh, 100%. (laughs) But I could see Danielle, Jen Tesla and Jen Fuda as like a core three with new people. But like, is Jersey that big? Like, where are we pulling from? I don't know. I don't enjoy when they fire a bunch of people and then hire a bunch of 20-somethings. So I don't want that. That doesn't work. You don't want new Roni? No. I mean, I don't don't know the age demographic of Roni. You never know with the face work, right? But (laughs) I think this has been our issue all along is when they get new cast members and they're in their 20s, it's like this is not what Housewives is. What are you offering me at 20-something? That was me 20 fucking years ago. Like if I wanted to watch fake 20-somethings, I'd watch Summer House. Mm -hmm. If we found another group of women, it would be good if they were actually friends slash family just because – that's, in our mind, what Jersey's always been. 
Yes. So that's my two cents. What about you? Well, when you just said Summerhouse just then, it made me think of how Lindsay is like campaigning to get on Roni and I'm thinking, just chuck her on Jersey instead. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'd love that. Oh, my good. I don't know how she'd cope. <laughs> I mean, she definitely can get activated, but it would be like a fish out of water. She wants to get on New York. Yeah, she mentions it all the time, like when she's on Watch What Happens Live and stuff. She's like, I'd be a good housewife, Andy. And he's like, uh-huh. I don't think she would be. <laughs> I don't know if she would be either. I don't think she um, would be. And quite frankly, your ridiculously overpriced $25,000 a month apartment. You're renting, babe. That's not New York housewives. Oh, New York yeah. Housewives is not about renters. It's not a renters market. No. no. I mean, I know Bethany was, but she was the odd man out, right? Yeah. I think in regards to Jersey moving forward, I wouldn't be mad. And I'm only thinking on the on the spot here. I haven't prepared any actual analysis, but I'm thinking if we do a long pause, we could have the same cast back. There's, I think, as much as Teresa's like, I'm never going to look at you again. I don't know. If her and Louis break up in a year, mm. that would be fascinating TV to oh, watch yeah. them restructure that relationship. And it's like, I don't know if I want to give that away. Mm. And I feel like with what Joe was saying where he was like, or oh, if you're in a car accident tomorrow, I'll be there by your bedside. Yeah. First of all, what a shitty thing to say. Like, I thought that too. Like that's what you're pulling out, like the destruction of your sister's <laughs> physical body. <laughs> I know. What is she meant to do with that? Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I thought the same thing. But then I thought, you know what, they – actually think in a very similar way. So I oh, don't yeah. think she would be bothered by that comment, but the rest of us are I like, you're thinking about me in a fucking car accident? Thanks, bitch. But I took that to be Joe sort of not opening the door, but just like leaving it that tiny little fraction open and Melissa saying like, I'll go with the flow with whatever the family wants. That's their like lifeline to try and stay on the show, I think. You so think? You don't think that was genuine? No, of course not. Nothing about Melissa's genuine, um, <laughs> particularly the nose. I think if we could have a new season with them trying to actually repair and make peace, like that could be more interesting than just outright fighting. But I don't know if it'll work. But they're going to be screaming at each other. There's not going to be any peace. I'm over them fighting. Well, this is why we need a really long pause. Right. I think it was why I was watching the after show and Margaret was talking about Louis likes to talk about his money all the time and he's always like, you know, let's catch a private plane and go home or, you know what I mean? Louis is always talking about how much money he's got or that he's got a lot. So like Marge, my guess is he doesn't have that much. And she also made a comment saying that since they were married, Teresa hasn't slowed down with work. Mm. Oh, So it's like if you have a partner that's independently wealthy – then you're not going to need to hustle as much and do appearances when you don't feel like it and all that sort yeah. of shit. So I think that Teresa needs the money. Mm-hmm. I don't think Louis that wealthy. I think she needs the money. So I don't see her saying no to being on the show. Well, and I think for Teresa, it's it goes beyond money. It's an ego thing. You see right. that with like the first season Housewives, you know, the OGs who think the show can't survive without them and then the show does survive without them. I think she's in that space at the moment where she's like, I am the show. Oh, yeah. I'm saying yes because of it. it's an ego thing. Right. Like she's already ruined all her relationships because of this show. She's gone to prison because of this show. <laughs> like, I don't think anything's going to stop her from wanting to be on this show. I was very surprised that she came back on the show. 
after prison until I realised she's broke. Yeah, that one was about money, I think. hundred sure. percent. Do you want to talk about the Gia of it all? Right. Because uh, I, I think you've drawn the line in the sand before where you're like, she's cutting a check, she's fair game. That's a kid you can talk about. Is that correct? My thought with Gia is, one, she's not a kid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and two, she involves herself. Right. So no one's saying you're not like a freaking 15-year-old where your mum's like, we're doing this show, you need to come here and talk to me about this. Like there's that whole like, no, I'll do what I want. Mm -hmm. She involves herself. Don't tell me that she didn't know that her mum was filming when she picked up that call. This is what I want to know. Bitch is at Coachella and Uh she happens to hear her phone ringing. Well, I don't think she was at the festival. Like I couldn't hear any music in the background. (laughs) I think she said they had calm. She was talking about the. But you think the phone call was a setup? I don't know if it was specifically a setup, but it was. I'm doing the reunion. I might be calling you about this because it's going to come up. Yeah, I think she was expecting the call, and I think she lied for her mother. See, I don't. I don't think so. Why? Just because she's 20 or 21 or however old she is, she doesn't fucking lie. Well, I mean, yeah, she could be lying. But in regards to the you can do better than Melissa, mm. like, do you think that really – I don't. I think they misinterpreted the comment. You think so? You think Joe heard what he wanted to hear when she said you can do better? Do you believe that it was – no, you can do better when it comes to this situation? Yeah, or, like, do better than Melissa is doing, you know? Right. Like, okay. I, I just don't see how if that was taking place before the wedding – why are we talking about his marriage? Like, what? Yeah. If it was any other time, I'd believe she'd say that because, yeah, I mean, he can do better than Melissa. Actually, I don't think he can. Um, I think they're equals. But you know what I mean? Like, mm. in that point in time, if that's when the conversation happened, I just don't see it going that way. I mean, you do make a fair point. That makes me question what I was thinking, which is good. I still believe that Gia lies for her mother. I think that they have massive conversations about all of this stuff at home all the time. They rile each other up. And Mm -hmm. I've been a part of that kind of a conversation. Yes, I was Mm -hmm. probably 13, but it's that whole like where you're creating your narrative together as you're getting riled up. Do I think that G has said that before? Yes. Do I think that Teresa's said that before? Yes. Yeah. Let's just say for argument's sake, whether it happened on that particular phone call or not, they've said it. They think it. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. Mm. (laughs) But why are they, I guess when you're cutting out your family, like there's no going back, but like why did they bring Gia into it? Teresa will always bring anyone into something that she can to Mm. bolster what she thinks is the truth. This is why she brings Jacqueline Larita into the argument, saying that Jacqueline told us that Joe and Melissa were the ones that put me in jail. And then it was, no, no, they were friends with the guy who did it. What the fuck? I know. I didn't buy into any of that. I was like, I can't. That was all bullshit. Like it was ridiculous. Oh, oh, I did love the bit where we find out that Frank was Joe Gorga's lawyer at the time. I loved that. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That was cute when he says, do you waive attorney-client privilege? And then he's like, he was called by the FBI to meet them in Patterson, so I'm assuming at some police station or whatever. But then he said he didn't go. So I'm like, can you say no to the FBI? I don't get that. Oh, I wonder if anyone's ever tried. (laughs) I don't know. Let us know. (laughs) It's like, oh, actually, no, I'll pass. And what's with this fucking Louis trying to deny that he didn't call Margaret's son? 
What? Oh, I know. Like, I didn't do it. Yes, that's my number. I didn't do it. Have you noticed, like, when he tries to convey that he's being truthful, he opens his eyes and tries to act calm. It's that whole, like, I remember when I was a kid and I told a lie, I'd be like, no, I did. Like, I'd try to get all mm-hmm. calm and serious, but it was fake. You could tell. Yeah, he, I mean, I'm not buying this spoofer storyline, even if that is a thing that exists. Like, I, I'm not buying it for this case. It does exist. I've heard it a lot when I listen to Andy Cohen's diaries. Right. And he would say, yeah, it's a thing in Housewives that they'll get calls from Housewives and they didn't place the call. It just would call. So Yeah. But I 100% think Louis has been digging around because he wanted an arsenal of his own. He did. It's, It's so obvious. Someone mentioned, and it could have been on the after show, maybe it was Margaret, that she thought that, the reason why he wanted this arsenal is because there's so much stuff out there on him. So he wanted mm-hmm. dirt to sling back at them. Makes sense. Yeah. What do you think of Dolores shutting down the Frankie Jr. conversation? Because I was totally team Dolo, as I usually am. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of chatter online being like, this is the problem with Dolores. She shuts down fighting. She shuts down conversation. And they took it as a negative. I didn't appreciate it. We're on Housewives. Mm. I understand there's that whole like... We don't want to involve our kids and stuff, but he's involved. Again, you've got your kids on the show. No one's speaking negatively about your child. There is a situation where your child is involved. It was about speaking negatively about Louis, and it was a scenario that was filmed with Mm -hmm. Frank and Joe. So I think it was bullshit. I think she should have spoken about it. It was about the fact that there was someone on Teresa's side of the couch that would have been able to confirm that, yeah, Lou is a fuck-up and she refused to do yeah. it and, and used her kid as a way to get around talking about it. Yeah, I totally get that. But then when she said, like, I don't want to bring my kid into this cesspit, I was like, that's fair enough. Like, I wouldn't want my kid in the firing line between Joe Gorger and Louie. And I'd be mad at Frank Senior for doing it. Well, I think she was, and I think that's why Frank's like, I'm not talking about this first. He was just like, I spoke about it in a scene filming where she wasn't there. I'm wondering if in the background he told her that that was filmed and she got the shits and went, Frank, you're involving our kid. Like, leave it alone. But then Frank Jr. on Instagram's like, yeah, and there's nothing to say. Like, Louis was a great boss. I got a new job. Who cares? Do you think that's another kid lying? Well, yes, he said. (laughs) I mean, he's not technically lying, but at the end of the day, Louis' company folded and he didn't even tell his employees. The doors just closed and he didn't take anyone's calls. <laughs> He's such a scumbag. And Frankie regurgitating what his mother said on stage on the show is a bit telling. She said, this is what I said on the show. This mm-hmm. is what you will be saying. Stay out of it, Frankie. We don't want the world like using you as a pawn to attack Louis, which is fair enough. She's been clever. But it's not housewivesy behaviour. That's in my true. Opinion. That's true. If she had yelled at Frank Senior in that moment, I would have been super satisfied. Yeah. This Frank Senior, why was he there? Why was he there? At least he's getting his own house. To show off his teeth. What do we think of the teeth? They're terrible, aren't they? Yeah, it's like a new pair of white sneakers. You've got to break them in. Yeah, and they just look so fake. Yeah. That's the thing. They look so fake. Paulie's look awful, but he's European. Like, what what else can he do? I mean, we all know the water in the Europe's not the greatest. I have plenty of family members who came from Europe and the first thing that they did was get their teeth done Uh because they they had to. 
I get it. So Paul is excused from this fake teeth thing, right? Okay, the Euros good. get a pass. You're <laughs> okay. gorgeous. Actually, you know who's I like? I like Nigella Lawson's. I like her caps a lot. Because oh, if you great. go back, because I used to be obsessed with her, if you go back to like the first season of her show, her teeth are fine, whatever. But mm. then, yeah, no, I like her new teeth. I like the first versions of her new teeth. I don't know if I like the now versions. If, yeah, they look different. But anywho, I digress. Okay. <laughs> but Frank's teeth look woeful. Mm-hmm. They look awful. Actually, did you watch Watch What Happens Live when Sheree was on? And Andy said to her, "This your face looks different. What ha-? And oh, yeah. I'm thinking, dude, can you not see? She's got her teeth done. And she didn't admit to it, did she? No. And I think they might have been the interim ones because they looked awful. <laughs> I did love on that episode when Portia apologised to Candace and Leah. Like, I've really <laughs> got to apologise. And Sheree was like, aw. And then Andy was like, no, she's being facetious. Exactly. I love <laughs> me funny. some Portia. Do you reckon, uh, how many times do you reckon Andy practised saying her new surname? What is the new surname? I think it's Ubadi or something like that. I don't fucking mm. know. I didn't practise like Andy. I don't think he practises much for Watch What Happens Live, like the amount of times he mispronounces things. Yeah, I know that, but I just think he really thought a bit because you could see he was like thinking. I think they put phonetically on the teleprompter. Oh, maybe, yeah, that's that's a good point. Dude tries his best. Leave him Leave him be. Leave Leave my Andy alone. I love my Andy. You know what? This episode, I did still hate Andy. Why? <laughs> I just don't like when he does reunions sometimes. And when he snatched that phone to talk to Gia, I was like, ugh, don't be snatching people's phones, Andrew. I was not even bothered when he told them to shut up. I was like, thank God. It did need to be said. But he does, sc- he does scream a lot. Well, wouldn't you, sitting there for fucking six hours straight, knowing you've got three hours more to go, and people are saying the same thing over and over again, and you're like, you know what, this say something good or fucking shut up and let's move on. Well, maybe he needed to poke the bear a bit more instead of shutting down conversation. Mm, maybe. I don't know. What did you think of when Teresa walked out and she said, and don't follow me, even though no one was following her? Well, I just remember last season at Reunion, Joe followed her. Remember? <laughs> so well, I not this season. And I'm like, bitch, he is not getting up. He does not care. Well, I mean, Andy got up eventually. Well, he had to. She's like, I'm not coming back. It was funny because, like, that sort of gave us a glimpse of what Housewives would be without Teresa and it's just them sitting around talking about nothing. <laughs> it was pretty grim. Um, this whole season to me was pretty grim. Yeah. Melissa and Joe and Teresa had yelled at each other in every which way possible. There is nowhere left to go. There's nothing else to say. They're just repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And that's why we're over it. They have eaten the meat off the bone. The bone is meatless. I did laugh and I thought, oh, this is the only housewife city where this could happen. It's where they say PJs, and they mean pyjamas and not private jets. (laughs) That's true. The pyjamas. I was like, oh, we're talking about private jets? No, we're talking about the dad's pyjamas. I was trying to be endearing. That even makes you sound more creepy, dude. Uh, 100%. And I wasn't wearing his pyjamas. He was his trackies, and he hadn't worn them. (laughs) You're a fucking, like this. How are they the same size? This dude is 10 cents short of a dollar, mate. Honestly, <laughs> he's really not that bright. And again, I question someone's business savvy when they're this stupid. Oh, I know. And I sit there and go, I am not as stupid as they are. And yet, <laughs> I am so povo compared to them. What am I doing wrong? Because you're abiding by the law. <laughs> they're oh, not. <laughs> there's that. They're swindling people. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh. 
do we really want to talk about the cheating rumour? No. There's nothing to say. No, I've got all my thoughts out. And Pizzagate, there's nothing really to say. Well, the pizza they served at the end, is that from a pizza oven? Ooh, I don't know. I'm assuming it's just from a regular oven. I don't think they've got a pizza <laughs> oven on the set. Okay. It did kind of clarify Pizzagate for me. Joe thought he was bringing them a 50-50 idea and Louis understood that when Joe said, I think this would be good for Teresa, he thought he was bringing Teresa an idea. But then why would you think you had to pay him a 5% finder's fee when you're family? What kind of an idea is let's make pizza? Mate. Okay. Uh, How'd you think of that one? <laughs> I don't know. Like what? You didn't just come up with an iPhone. You came up with pizza? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what a sad little man that <laughs> Joe Gorger is. They're all sad little men. <sighs> so I didn't I tell you that the thing with Bill, the comment that he made about like what other option do I have wasn't about why would you stay in the pool house? It was about, you know, him getting out of the pool house and fixing his marriage. I knew oh, that right. was a non-event. Fuck you, bravo. But again, how can I blame them? Because they had nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to say about Jersey? No, I don't. Out of 10, what would you give this season? <sighs> you know, higher than you'd expect, I think. Okay. I did enjoy chunks of it and like I I did enjoy the fighting to begin with it just became a bit too repetitive so Mm. I don't know let's go a seven okay what about you I'm giving it a six yeah I mean watching them jump in cow shit and island was just so good it was good (laughs) (laughs) the things they'll do for money right I you know what I am enjoying and I'm only two episodes in so ask me again in a few weeks Orange County oh really it's light Mm. and I think I need a bit of light obviously Shannon and Tamra, their road to becoming friends again is rocky. So Mm -hmm. they're fighting. But I love it when Tamra fights. The shit that she says is hilarious. I laugh Mm -hmm. at Tamra fighting. Sorry, Tamra, I love you. It's just entertaining. I'm hoping I'm laughing with her when she watches it back. I'm enjoying it. Great. It's not intense. It's just some fluff. Uh-huh. It's not fucking Jersey. It's not dark. How about that? There's no darkness. Well, that's nice. There's that's nothing nice. dark about it. Watching Shannon Bedore fall over, trying to do yoga outside. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Well, I'm just getting all my life from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Like, <gasps> and I think the ratings are shit. That's why they're doing double eps. But what? I think it's the best season in years. When I finished watching that episode and it started going to, like, next episode, I'm like, what, what, what? I missed one? Oh. So good. Uh, it's, so I think they're burning off the rest of the season with double episodes each week. I don't know if it's because the season's rating poorly or they're trying to make room for other seasons. Where do we find these ratings? I don't understand. How do I Google this? Oh, well, there's a wonderful Twitter account that just shares the ratings for each show. Oh, I might actually get on the Twitter now. Let me try and find Can't it. Can't I get my Twitter like a normal person on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just... Ratings Bravo, and they say what ratings Bravo. Oh, I don't even have the fucking Twitter on my phone. So, Vanderpump Rules Secrets of Real got 1.134 million, Mm. whereas is that all? I suppose that's in the US, right? Yeah, yeah, like watching at the time, but then OC for an actual episode got 0.788 million. So, you can see how much Vanderpump's killing it. Well, obvs. So, they're picking up cameras soon for Vanderpump. Apparently, right? <gasps> Apparently they're like, it's that whole, you want to be on the show or not? Get on the show, guys. Like they're making so much money from 
endorsements. God, I love saying that word now. <laughs> See, that was a good jersey scene. That was so fun. They were good times. We've got to remind ourselves of that. I was just going to say, yeah, they're making so much money on endorsements. Everyone's listening to their podcasts and all this stuff. Like they're making good coin and they're realising now is the time to capitalise on it. And I'd love to bring in a Jackson Astasi again and just get their viewpoints on camera. I know we've got it on podcasts plenty, but. I don't think Stassi wants to do it. I mean, she, she she has like a gajillion Insta followers. She's got a podcast everyone listens to. She's making coin. Can we not have a friend of situation where she just pops in like that background actor, Christina Kelly? Yeah, she would be way better friend of than Christina Boring Kelly. And Charlie, I think, is in the talks for next season. Again? How? I have no idea. Well, because they're actually friends because she's friends with Kika Katie. Ah, that does help. Yeah. Should we talk about Vanderpump now that we're on Vanderpump? Let's talk about the Vanderpump. Did you enjoy Secrets Revealed? Do you know what I loved? Yeah. And in the intro, when LVP does the intro, in my notes I wrote, oh, my God, she's like the narrator. It made me so giggle. And, oh, my God, she is the narrator. She is. I loved it. It made me really happy how they did that. I really enjoyed it. I know logistically it probably just worked really, really well, but it kind of reminds me of, like, those cop shows where they're talking about, Mm. you know, murders of Orange County or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, I loved how she acted like they don't do a Secrets Revealed every season. She's like, oh, it was so explosive. We have to do a Secrets Revealed. I'm like, bitch, you do it every season, even when it's a shit season. But do they? I don't know if they do. I thought they do, yeah. Well, uh, they a lot of the time. They used to, but they haven't all the time. And then uh. we're watching that makeup artist load up a lip gloss wand and hand it to her and she's just still... T- I loved that little bit. That was probably my favourite bit. And I loved like how a lot of her lines were obviously written, but they were fun lines, like Vanderpump rules. I know. I really... Funny. Yeah, she, she was good in that. I, I think she did a really good job. I thought it was a great idea. They executed it well. I enjoyed it. They didn't give us a lot. No. But, um, look, we needed it. I would have loved if the whole Secrets Revealed was just, like, extra footage from post to scandal. Mm. But I took whatever we could get. And, like, watching, like, Ariana and Tom go on their date, watching when, oh, my God, after the Mondrian, when Tom was like, oh, Raquel, haven't seen you in so long. And it's like, you fucked last night. In the car, in the driveway. So it was probably, like, a few hours ago. Sick and Question. I got confused there and then I thought, hang on a sec, don't believe what Dickhead 1 says. Dickhead 1 told Andy in the one-on-one that the first time they slept together was the night of See You Next Tuesday, the Tuesday after Guy's Night. Do we believe that? Liza Minnelli lies. Liza Minnelli lies. Okay. It was definitely Guy's Night because this is what I'm reading everywhere and in my head I was like, wasn't it the Tuesday after Guy's Night? But then I'm like, who am I fucking believing? Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And she brought the flowers and gift. It was supposed to be for Ariana because Charlotte had died, correct? Uh Uh-huh. But she hands them to him and he accepts them. He's a dirty dog. You're taking your partner's flowers for the passing of her dog away from her. Like, Mm -mm -mm. you're disgusting. Oh, oh, speaking of, and I know this is, I should leave it for sizzles, but I just thought disgusting, let's just bring it up. Sure. Did you see Dickhead One getting interviewed by TMZ about the t-shirt comment? No. Oh my God, he's doubling down and defending himself. 
Of course. He said he wasn't body shaming her, but was commenting on her lack of enthusiasm about having sex with him. Oh, because having sex with you is so exciting, Tom. Duh. Of course there's a lack of enthusiasm, you dickhead. God, what an asshole. Oh, I cannot believe that he calls TMZ and says, I want to set the record straight about what I meant about the T-shirt. Leave it alone. The record's still wonky, bro. <laughs> You should see, everyone should see Nathan's face right now. It's like the perfect (laughs) unimpressed, thank you, fuck you face. I loved it. I wish I took a photo of it. I don't know how to do that. So, oh, my God, that was so good. That gave me life. That was the best Um, Bravo-related thing I've seen all week. (laughs) On another sizzle, Uh did you see... Dickhead number two on that stupid Mars show or whatever that is, saying how he wants to. I haven't seen it. Well, there's a clip going around where he says he's distancing himself from Dickhead one. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know that's where it came from. Yeah, he's on that Mars show. I don't really know what it is. But, I mean, do we believe him? That he's taking a break from him? Oh, that's a good point, that he could be lying, that they might just be speaking on the phone and not. I mean, I think that visually, what's the word, publicly, visually, publicly he's taking a break from him because he shit the bed on which side he picked. Yeah, it's like he's finally listening to the PR team. Correct. That's what I think. But do you think dickhead number one will be forgiving of him for this distancing? It depends what he needs from him. Mm. If he needs Mm -hmm. dickhead two for something for himself, then yes, he will let it go and forgive him i.e. if they pick cameras back up and everyone's back on the show, he's going to need Dickhead 2 to film with him. Right, right, right. So he'll sit down and he'll do the whole it really hurt and cried, you know, blah, 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 I needed you, where were you, all that shit, and then they'll kiss and make up because he needs someone to want to film with him on the show. Uh, it'll be him. Yeah. This is this dickhead too. Mm. I think he should be thanking his lucky stars that Scandival happened because if this whole season aired, dickhead two would have looked so weak and lame and oh. just cringe. Like that date he went on, I was like, this is embarrassing. So embarrassing. How does he have no game? Like he's an attractive guy. I don't understand. He is an attractive guy and he's got no game whatsoever. And when he was talking to Katie, being like, oh, have you gone on any dates? And she's like, yeah. And then he starts crying and he's like, oh, I don't want to know. And it's like, well, why'd you ask, loser? This is why him making out with Rachel was even more gross to me. Because mm. I'm like, what, six weeks before that, you're crying about your breakup with Katie. Mm-hmm. If I was Katie, I would have been blindsided too. Going six weeks ago, you're crying in my room. Yeah, what happened? And now all of a sudden you're like, what's the big deal? It's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? And if I was this Kendall who was on the date with him yeah. and he was talking about how he kissed someone in Mexico and his ex-wife was angry, I'd be like, okay, TMI. Like, can I we know. get back to like, you know, what's that charade quote where it's like, whatever happened to, hi, my name is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you're on a first date. Stop talking about how you kiss Raquel in Mexico. I know. I just think that this Kendall was like, I just want to be able to say to my friends, oh, my God, I was on an episode of Vanderpump Rules. Could you imagine? <laughs> the secret's revealed. That poor bitch. Oh, my God, I was on Vanderpump Rules. You're she, got see me on Vanderpump- she got cut. <laughs> fuck it. If that was me, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm on Secrets Revealed. I'm technically on an episode. Oh, I got paid. Fuck Totally. Off. Like, girl got a check to do that, right? You'd have to get a check to date Tom Schwartz. I reckon she's a wannabe actor. And I'm not saying she's not an actor. I'm just saying she wants to be. 
Like, mm-hmm. if she got her SAG card from that, good on her is all well I'm saying. Done. Well done, Kendall. Well done, Kendall. We stand you, Kendall. She won the season. Her and Ali won the season. Come on the show, Kendall. We want to hear, oh, my God, how good would that be? Kendall, reach out. You know girl's going to get an interview from someone. May as well be us. <laughs> Oh, how good would that be? If anyone knows Kendall, put her in touch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, I personally enjoy Kendall more than I enjoyed the handbag guy. What's his name? Satchel. Satchel. I like Kendall way more than Satchel. Sorry, Satchel. He performed the function of a handbag for Katie. (laughs) He really did. (laughs) He really did. I'm still team Satchel. I know you are. Is that because you find Satchel attractive? No. No? No, I just think it's a reflection of Katie's power play and it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. You are so polite, Nathan. Fascinating is not the word. <laughs> it's fascinating. Like, I'm sorry. He's not the definition of a fancy pants restaurant, put it that way. He's not the Nobu of boyfriends. <laughs> Come on. He's the sir. He's the sir. <laughs> what did you think of the Peter and Raquel stuff? Like, I was sort of glad it was cut, but it was fun to watch. The only thing I enjoyed about it was that we were in the Sir Dump. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is the only thing. And that's why I'm like, if they do split the shows and do a Valley show and a new Vanderpump Rules show, we're going to have to give it a go because you know there's going to be Bukuda scenes at the Sir Dump. Mm-hmm. I live for those scenes. Like, my hearts are fluttering right now just thinking about it. <laughs> it gives such life. It sparks such joy. It really does. Oh, it, oh that Marie Kondo's my heart, full on. I love it. So I forgot that Raquel and Peter had kissed. It didn't come up very much. I feel sorry for Peter. He, like, at first, actually, no, I take that back. I don't feel sorry for Peter because I just had a thought. Oh. At first I was thinking I felt sorry for Peter because all of the girls would, like, hook up with him and then be kind of embarrassed about it. But I'm like, (laughs) let's think of that in another way. At the beginning of Vanderpump Rules Season 1 and potentially the time that show aired, whatever it was, like in – what year was it? I don't know. 2011 or some shit. Something like that. At that time – the guys would have been like all macho going, yeah, I've made out with everyone. Mm -hmm. And we would be like thinking, potentially thinking less of all the women and thinking like he was like a quote-unquote stud or whatever. But how times have changed that him making out with everyone isn't negatively reflected on them but negatively reflected on him. Yes. He's the rebound guy. It's not that he's got game. It's not that he's the man. It's that, no, like, everyone's gone through you, dude. It's you. <laughs> like, I and love he's that. he's the manager in the workplace, so it's like you really shouldn't be hooking up with your staff. Do you think that scene with LVP and him, her telling him you can't be doing that was an actual thing that would have occurred or it was just done on the show because – it is inappropriate. Done on the show. Is he like the real manager of this bar or is it just like, is he the puppet manager? Like, is it just for show? Oh, surely it's not just for the show because he's an unnecessary character. Oh, that's true. I you know what, Peter? It's time to cut the hair off. You know what I mean? You get to a certain age, you've just got to but enough no, with the man bun. He's got a pirate thing. Like, he goes to pirate festivals. Why? Because he likes pirates, man. Arr. Don't yuck his yum. <laughs> I love that. I'm telling you not to yuck his yum. Meanwhile, I'm calling him an insignificant, unnecessary character. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who's the cunt now, Mariana? Oh, this dirty old apartment that Ooh. they visited. That bummed me out. 
So basically, Ariana's brother was subletting the apartment and mm. didn't realise that that included cleaning duties. That was Feza. And he left all that crap? Why is the beer bong still there? If I'm subletting an apartment, I'm chucking out the beer bong. If I'm subletting someone's apartment, aren't you cleaning it from top to bottom and going, here's all your stuff, take it? Yeah. That means he, in the time that he lived there, the two years that he lived there, he never once wiped <laughs> the top shelf of the cupboard. No, he didn't. That just, no. The air conditioning unit, he's never even passed a fucking tissue over it, let alone Filthy. a vacuum and a spray and wipe. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, these kids and the not cleaning, I'd rather be fucking old. Sorry, gross. <laughs> oh, I, I could do a tight fucking 10 on that. And it just made me think of the nerve of Tom Sandoval to be like, oh, we only have batteries and paper towel because I buy them. And I'm like, this is where you came from. This is <laughs> how you used to live. And what activated me was the fact that he still had the lease on this apartment. Why didn't you just fucking move back there? What, did they not get rid of the lease? Isn't that what this whole pack-up scene was for? Yes, but at that stage you're already fucking cheating on her. I want to know, did he and Rachel meet up at that apartment and fuck? Oh, I thought this was before the I, the timeline's still murky. But how much before? It's weeks. Mm. It's not months. Surely it's weeks. Wow, well, you, you're so right. I don't know. That was my first thought. And then I'm like, he literally got rid of that apartment, like what, eight weeks before he started having an affair and maybe needed somewhere else to live? How good would it be if he was back stuck in that apartment? Great. Maybe it's just like shock. Raquel does have a standard. She does have somewhere she won't stoop. And she won't stoop as low as to bang in that apartment. She said, <laughs> I'll do it in the car. I'll do it in Ariana's bed while she's at a funeral. But I, I refuse <laughs> to sleep with you at that apartment, that dirty old apartment. I'm glad we found her floor. <laughs> That's her floor? That's her floor for how low she'll go. Oh, not floor as in personal floor as in no. F-L-O-O-R. Jeez, yeah. mate, I'm on fuego <clears throat> today with the stupid, honestly. <laughs> Your tree stumps. I'm tree <laughs> God, even if I'm laughing at myself, laughing's good. Oh, my God. Okay, that just made me so happy. I don't even yeah. know if we need to talk about anything else. I've got nothing else for the let's secrets Let's just revealed. do some fucking sizzles. All right. Yeah, let's sizzle it up. So I did text you because I was – did we talk about this last time when I was listening to Sheena's podcast and we had Nima from Shars on it? Did we talk uh, about this or did I just I text you? So. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Yeah, we did talk about he's the one that confirmed the open relationship hot tub talk. Yes, yes, Okay, cool, yeah, all right. He also said that Rachel asked him if she should be into Schwartz for the next season, obviously the now season 10. Like she literally was saying to him, do you think this is something I should do on the show? And he was like, well, if you're into him, go for it. That's not what she meant. (laughs) No, that's not what she meant. Did you see that Jax said on his podcast that he was at Schwartz and Sandy's one night? He mentioned that it was a Thursday and the place was pretty empty. And one of the business partners (laughs) asked him if he wanted to invest in Schwartz and Sandy's because that partner wanted to get rid of Scandival. Okay. Also, don't believe a word Jack says. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I love how much of an asshole he is, but I don't believe him. Yeah, fair enough. Tom Girardi, did you see the court-appointed psychologist evaluated him and confirmed that he was mentally competent to stand trial? Oh, great. Now, that's obviously not 
Tom Girardi's psychologist. So there's going to be pre-trial motions about this and they're going to have to deal with this before the trial actually starts. It's uh-huh. slated to start on August 3rd. So we'll see what happens about that. Meanwhile, Erica's, we finally now know, I mean, we already knew that this lawyer, Jim Wilkie or Wilkes or however you pronounce it, I don't care, is the one paying her legal fees. He's actually her lawyer. So I don't know how that works. If you're her lawyer... So he gave her $500,000. We know that because it's in court documents. So he's transferred money to her to pay legal fees. It's like, but if he's her lawyer, how is that money for legal fees? So I don't think that money was for fucking legal fees, people, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Now, we saw a photo of them posted online. They were coming out of a restaurant in Vegas and everyone's like, he's old, he's a lawyer, he must be her new boyfriend. And he's denying that he's the boyfriend. They're just friends. He's known her for years because he met her through Tom. See, Mm. another Tom. Just avoid the Toms. Never trust a Tom. Never trust a Tom. This guy started posting all these lovey-dovey photos with him and his wife to put out there that he's married, he's not interested in Erica, all that shit, which I don't believe because... In April, the cops were called to his home. He was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Dude fired his gun twice in the home while he was having a fight or, excuse me, domestic dispute. Pretty sure him and his wife were the only two people in the house. Yikes. He was also charged with misdemeanor battery. Stop posting lovey-dovey photos with your wife when you're clearly a a wife abuser. And what are you doing, Erica? Whatever. I don't know. Erica shits me to tears. So I don't know if I'm looking forward to Beverly Hills coming back whenever that is. Oh, I am. Because? Why so? I've loved the past few seasons. It's been a great ride. It's true. You're right. I just, I'm, I'm off Erica. I'm disappointed in Erica. She broke my heart. I used to love her and now I don't. But it's great to have a villain. And mm. I think since Rena's not back, we're yeah. going to need this villain storyline to step up. Oh, see, you always get me to just slightly turn my perspective and stop being glass half empty and be glass half full. So I I do thank you for that, Nathan. You're welcome. You're such a positive influence in my life. I really appreciate you. (laughs) Just about housewives. (laughs) What? Just about Erica Jane. Housewives (laughs) is my life. Fuck off. Truth. Let's check some more sizzles. So the Roni girls trip has just given me so much serotonin. Really? Oh, I'm so excited. I saw a little bit when they were all kind of like trying to dance and walk to the camera. I haven't seen anything else. To be honest, I think I'm effectively avoiding things so I can enjoy it. Yeah, well, I think Ramona filmed them on the plane going to St. Bart's and people online were like, is that Bethany in the background that I hear? But I don't think it was Bethany, unless they're really trying to keep that as a surprise for us. But I am so excited. Everything I see, I'm like, this is going to be great. I haven't really seen anything. I've only seen those two videos. I haven't actively looked for stuff, so maybe I need to do that to get a little eggsy tear. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this crappy lake. I think we will. Really? Yeah, it's the simple life with Lou and Sonia. Like, That's fine, but I just don't want to see anything gross. Oh, uh, there'll be gross things, yeah. I don't watch those shows like the the what are you the celebrity jungle show things where they yeah, make them. Yeah, I don't watch do, them either. I don't do gross, people. I don't want to see anything coming out of your nose, your mouth. I don't want to watch you eat crickets. 
You know what I mean? Like I just I, get it. I don't want to see any it. of that shit. All I need, if it's a 42-minute episode, as long as Lou calls Sonia Sonorita once or twice, <laughs> I'll be happy. Five stars. That's all wow, I need. Wow, you really do miss Roni. I That's miss what you want to hear. So much. You're holding yourself. You're giving yourself a bit of a hug. <laughs> I miss my gals. Wow. Okay. And you know, Ramona could be a terrible person, but I do enjoy watching her. Like two things can be true. Two things can be true. I have no expectation. That's what it is. It's not that I'm not looking forward to it. I have no expectation. I'm not putting any emotion into it yet. Maybe I will once I start seeing clips and things. But also they're filming it now. It's going to be months before we get it. I know, but just think Dorinda's on that cast. Okay. I do love me some Drunk Dorinda. Drunk Dorinda on holiday. Oh, I love it. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ramona and her pool noodles. I wonder if she's going to get a swimming lesson. How not. does she go to all these tropical destinations and not even be able to doggy paddle? I know. Like, girl, come on. Just imagine them trying to fight for rooms. Oh, ugh. That'll that'll get me through to next summer. Oh, well, okay. Now I'm excited. Ugh. I really want to see Ramona and Sonorita <sighs> declaring they need the primary because they're sharing the bed. Yes. Which yes, just yes. give him the fucking primary. What do you need a massive room to yourself for? I actually think that that point's kind of valid. If you're willing to share a room so that I don't have to, have mm-hmm. the bigger room. Because there's yeah, sure. never enough rooms, right? No. And it's all about the bathroom. It's not about the bed, it's about the bathroom. True that. So yeah. true. I don't give a fuck about the view. I can go downstairs for a view. I just, you're right. I want a decent bathroom. Mm-hmm. I do want a balcony though. <laughs> It doesn't have to have a view, but a balcony would be nice. Oh, I don't give a shit if the view is a building with air conditioning units. I just want a balcony. I don't know why I'm saying this stuff, but I just fucking do. This is the ex-smoker in me. I need a balcony. Uh, I'm just picturing how they put Leah in that little, like, meditation room. In the toilet room. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of bathrooms, her room was a fucking toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Leah. Sucked in, Leah. She, (laughs) another one who disappointed me. Leah, bye. <laughs> oh, she's such a one and done, hey. Well, she, she was like two seasons and done and then a girl's trip. Well, no, she was great season one. And isn't that terrible? Her best season was when she was abusing alcohol. What does that say about us? Wow. She's good TV. We're not going to get into the weeds of the politics of the Ramonas. And wow, wow, wow. We need to leave it there before we get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paige DeSorbo, so Paige from Summerhouse. I think she was on her podcast with Hannah Burner. Yep. I don't know. She was fucking somewhere. And she was talking about the fact that at Hannah's wedding, Rachel was there. She actually was Nima's date for the wedding. She apparently made a beeline for Craig. So she's like, I'm standing there and I turn around and all of a sudden she could see Rachel leaving the dance floor and walk over to Craig. And she was just like, I don't trust this bitch. And everyone was like, oh, she's so nice. She's so sweet. And she's like, nah, I don't trust her. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we all know she has a type. Exactly. So, I mean, apart from the Sandoval defending the T-shirts and the page, I really, like, these are the sizzles. There's not a lot of sizzles. What about... Atlanta, how they edited Nene out of the graphic. See, I didn't care about that. She's suing them. Yeah. So, of course, they're editing it out. They would have gone back and forth on it. I don't think they edited her out to be petty. I think they thought if she's on screen, she's going to sue us for that too. Where's my paycheck or where's my this or where's my that? Like, Yeah. But they didn't have to use the title card with the people standing there. 
You know, like they actively edited her out of that when they could have just not used the title card from however many years ago. Yeah, that's true. Because then apparently on Peacock or whatever, they've now scrubbed it and it's not in there now. Oh, wow. Look, I think with leaving her in or leaving her out, it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, personally. That's true. I did love the opening to that episode, though, with the like going back to the yes. archival footage. Oh, I did too. That, Brilliant. That was excellent. Lover or hater, Ningni was great TV. Do miss her sometimes. Early Atlanta. Bloop. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bloop. Nothing better. Nini was fire. She really was. She was definitely a different brand of housewife that we didn't know we needed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So props to you, Miss Lanithia Leakes. We miss you. Anything else to talk about, Mariana? No, bitch. I'm all good. I'm done. Great. Well, we're, yeah, we're going on a little bit of a break. I'll be in Thailand with Pepsi. Um, (laughs) You'll be in Wollongong with Diet Coke. And I need to drink Diet Coke. Oh, what, what, will you, what will you be drinking over the next few weeks? Rosé. Rosé. Okay, Rosé and coffee, fun. mate. Rosé, coffee, water, that's pretty much all I drink. <laughs> the big three. <laughs> yeah, I don't really do a soda. I don't – a soda, listen to me. You can tell our audience is from the States. I don't drink soft drink, mate. It's not my thing. It hits different when you just – when you have a diet beverage, it's, it hits different. It's lovely. I used to be all about the Diet Coke, but that was before I was of drinking age when I smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. <laughs> Nothing yeah, better than a Marlboro down. Light and a Diet Coke. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, well, enjoy the time off. Listeners, get in touch with us if there's any shows you want us to cover in a few weeks down the line. Yeah, we were thinking of doing Below Deck. Down Under. Because we figured, like, you know, it makes sense. I enjoyed talking about it last year. And Captain Cutie is going to be knuckered, so. Oh, oh. that Captain Cutie. Stick a fork in me. (laughs) Well, reach out to us at Effing Bravo on Twitter, Insta, and there's a TikTok floating around as well. And five-star reviews are always appreciated. (laughs) Five-star reviews. You know me. I love a a review of any kind. (laughs) No, five-star ones are appreciated. (laughs) Alrighty. All right, bye.